Hey everyone, welcome back to Just Being Real. My name is Anna Murby and this is episode 5. How was your week? Did you have a good week? What did you do? Anything fun? Was it hard? Did, you know, I just want to know how your week was. You know, message me, let me know so that if there's anything I can be praying for, I would love to do that for you. And if you just need encouragement, I would love to do that for you as well. So please let me know how your week went. As for my week, I spent it visiting family in Tennessee. I went to visit my dad and my stepmom. I haven't seen them in um, probably about a few years almost. Um, Last time I saw them, my youngest, who is now one and a half, was just a baby. So I guess maybe it's not quite two years, but close to it. Uh, we had a wonderful time. Tennessee is such a beautiful place. And, you know, I just, I always enjoy visiting my family. I feel loved when I'm with them. And it's good. I got to see my grandma who's um, ailing with dementia. But I got to see her and she remembers my husband. She's only met him once, maybe twice, but she remembers his name and that really made him happy and it made me happy because my grandma's strong and um, my grandpa passed away last year and you know my grandma we thought it was going to happen to her too but she pulled back from that and there she is again she's she's there so you know I'm happy for her and, you know, proud of her and everything. So it was good to see my grandma again. And I'm sorry if you hear dogs in the backyard. I'm outside right now because it's such a beautiful day today. So there's dogs barking in the back. So I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I learned during my trip. Um, it was... I'll be honest, it was not an easy time. It took like 16 hours to drive to Tennessee. So that was not fun. But we did most of it overnight. So, you know, the kids could sleep. Um, But we still had to stop several times, um, you know. and Because, I mean, you need to stretch. That's like a really long time to be in a car. So you kind of need to stretch. you know, and the kids were cranky, we were cranky, we were hungry and thirsty. But something I really learned during this week is patience. I realized the need for it and what happens if you lose it. And I also saw what happens when you keep it. And I'm not going to toot my own horn because I really don't like doing that. But God really blessed me this week with a lot more patience than I usually have for my kids when they argue and fight with each other. So I was really grateful for that because I didn't want to be seen, and I still don't want to be seen as the blow-up mom. The mom who, you know, argues with her children about everything or whatever. So it was really nice to be able to, um, you know, just if my kids were arguing, to not just snap at them, 
But to take a second, look at myself, take a breath and say, you need to calm down. It's just a situation that happens. Siblings argue with each other. They have meltdowns at the zoo. And you just have to learn how to calm yourself and calm down about that. And everything will be okay. So I definitely did a lot of praying and asking God to help me to stay strong and to stay humble. And it helped. So I'm very grateful for that. And I just, I'm encouraging you guys that if you struggle with trying to keep your patience, keep your cool and not lose your temper over easy little things or even big things, I encourage you to pray. I mean, even if you're not a person who really likes to pray, just pray a simple prayer and say, God, please help me. Um, I mean, it will do a world of good. It certainly has for me and I've noticed it this a lot this last week how much patience I really had because you know like I mentioned there was a big meltdown at the zoo and I did not snap once in fact I picked her up and I whispered in her ear and I hugged on her and I you know just kept whispering the name Jesus and you know, she calmed down for a little bit, but in the end we had to take her out of the area where we were and just have her sit in her stroller and cry it out. But I didn't lose my patience with her and I'm glad. And that is probably my biggest achievement of this week. And dare I say this month is that I was able to go a whole week with not really being angry with my children. So I want to encourage you guys in that, that it can be done, it's possible, and that you shouldn't have to worry about anything. It's really possible to change your behaviors. It's not going to be an easy fix. It's Depending on what it is, it's not going to be an easy fix. But it is something that if you really want it, you can have that. Jesus really makes that possible. So I urge you to try Jesus if you aren't. If you feel like you're at the end of your rope, try Jesus. He won't let you down. If you're skeptical about it, try Jesus. If he lets you down, tell somebody about it. If he doesn't let you down, tell somebody about it. But I encourage you, give Jesus a try. He's helped me in so many ways in my life to better myself and he can do the same for you all right another thing that I learned is that I love 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 my children and their my son's determination he doesn't he's not the best swimmer um, and he was afraid to go in the deep end of the pool this week at my gra- um, her, his grandparents' house. But we encouraged him and told him it would be okay, that he's not going to drown, that we're there to protect him if he needs to have someone protect him. And he ended up jumping in the deep end, and he kept doing it. We wanted him to keep doing it until he was no longer afraid to do it. And yesterday, he went in this pool by himself with his sister, and he was jumping in the deep end, and he was swimming, and he was enjoying himself. And I just want to give a shout-out to my son, Reese, and say how proud I am 
that he overcame his fear and did something big. Have you guys ever overcome a fear like that? If you have, please video message me or message me in another way and tell me about it. I want to be encouraged. And if you would like, I can share your your um, messages on the podcast or something. That way others can be encouraged too. But for me, I think one of the bravest times was when I was going through a divorce and I had to rely specifically on God. Um, my family lives in different states from me, so I didn't have my family there directly to help me during that time. It was just me and my two kids and a church that I had just started going to, so I didn't really know anyone there. But I didn't have a job at the time. I was just a mom staying at home. I didn't have my own bank account. I didn't have any of that. But I felt God telling me, you can trust me. I'll be there for you. And it was a big step to do that rather than to go home and be with my parents, who I knew would be able to take care of me. But I stayed because I wanted to trust him and I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and I wanted to not be afraid. And he did not let me down. And today I have a beautiful family, a wonderful husband who loves my children, who loves his own biological children, and he loves them all the same. And I couldn't be happier. I feel blessed, beyond blessed, to have what I have. So, yeah, that's probably one of the biggest moments where I was feeling fear, but I overtook my fear. So, I encourage you guys, overtake your fear this coming weekend, this next week that's coming up. If there's something that you've been hanging on to because you're fearful about it, let it go. Trust it to God. If you're, you know, confused about something to do at work, you know, try to figure out why you're afraid of it and step out of your fear because fear is not of God. Fear is not where we're supposed to be. Fear keeps us from where we should be. So you have to learn how to do it afraid sometimes. I believe that's in the name of a Joyce Meyer book. Maybe I'm wrong on who did that. If you know this book and you know what I'm talking about, then, you know, message me and let me know if I'm wrong, if it's not Joyce Meyer. Um, But yeah, sometimes we have to do life afraid and it's not going to be easy. But if you have Jesus Christ in your heart, it's helpful. It's Again, it's not going to be like a quick fix or a magic genie type situation, but it'll be a lot easier to do if you have God in your life. So again, I encourage you, if you can, try Jesus. You will not be disappointed. I love being outside when it's cool. My favorite season is fall. I love wearing sweaters. I love wearing sweatpants. This is like my favorite thing. I'll be honest. I'm a collector of sweaters. I have more than I probably need. And I used to have a lot of blankets, but I got rid of several of them. I'm proud of myself for that. I only kept one soft blanket for myself and I shared with my family and I got rid of many other ones. 
but I still, still kind of hoard sweatshirts and sweatpants, but yeah, fall is probably my favorite time of the year, and there's nothing like a fall in the East Coast. It's nice weather, beautiful trees, like I just love the orange and brown and yellow of the season. It's a beautiful color. I just, fall is the best season in my opinion. But I like when it's not too hot either, like in the summer, like right now, where I'm standing. It's comfortable. It's not humid. It's not too hot. It's it's a nice temperature. That's why I'm outside today. And I'm glad it is because I think I might be dying if I'm, you know, doing this podcast outside right now. I probably would have went inside by now. But what is your favorite season? Do you like the beautiful snow? Do you like fall? You know, do you like swimming in the summertime? Do you enjoy the flowers blooming in spring? What is your favorite season? Or do you have two favorite seasons? And what are your... What are the reasons why you like those seasons? I would like to know, so leave me a message and just tell me why you enjoy it. I also like the winter, not just because I get to wear my sweaters and sweatshirts longer, but I love the snow. I will be honest, and I'm not really a fan of having to shovel it, and I don't really shovel it too often, but this is definitely not my favorite thing. Although on the plus side of it, at least it's a workout. So if you're not really big on working out, but you live in the snow, at least you're getting a workout, you know. But I just love when it comes down. And I love how white and purified it looks. It's just, it's so innocent, so beautiful, so soft and gentle. I don't know. It's just, it's a beautiful example And I think I understand why, you know, the Bible says he washes us white as snow. Because if you've seen snow when it comes down and it hasn't been touched, stepped on, or anything like that, it's beautiful. It's a soft blanket. You want to just run up to it and touch it or jump in it, you know. And I think that's beautiful imagery. All right, I want to encourage you guys for this weekend and this week coming up. Don't be afraid. Don't live where you've always lived emotionally. If you're feeling trapped in anger, sadness, or bitter feelings, unforgiveness, fear, those aren't good things to be trapped in. I mean, the word trapped itself doesn't hold a very positive um, connotation. So try to break free. Try Jesus. Read a Bible. Get in a Bible-based church. Watch sermons online. Pray. Ask Jesus to help. Just simply say, Jesus, help me. He's there waiting to listen to you. He's patiently waiting for you to come to him with your needs and your hurts and your hang-ups. I do it daily. I mean, as I said, I have an issue with anger. 
and I've been working hard on it and I've been making strides and some people, you know, see it a lot more. My friends and my family see the difference, but I'm my hardest critic. So sometimes I don't see it the way they see it. And it's something that we need to remember is that it's going to be a daily struggle you take it a day at a time, you take it a step at a time. And before you know it, you're going to realize that you haven't blown up at your family in like a year. Or if you have, it was like once in that year kind of thing. You know, it's like, it's going to be a gradual change. Not everything that happens is going to be instantaneous to us. So I encourage you this week to do something to change a behavior you don't like. Do something positive to change it. If you're angry often, do something to help yourself stay calm. If you're fearful, step out of that fear. Take a deep breath and just jump right into whatever it is that's scaring you and work through it. If you're unforgiving someone, please forgive them. It's not hurting them that you're not forgiving them. It's hurting you. It only hurts us because a lot of times they don't even know that we're angry with them for something. So forgive so that you can help yourself feel better. If you're hurt about something, talk to the person if it's possible. If not, then talk to God about it. But I first and foremost encourage you to talk to God. He's a friend. He's a wonderful counselor. He's the lover of your soul. He wants to help you. He's there for you. He's a good, good father. He wants to be near you and he wants to know what is wrong with you. He's calling you to sit on his lap and tell him what is wrong. How can I help you? I don't like to see you sad. So I encourage you this week to give God a try, to ask him to help you with something and see that your life is going to change. And to realize that it will not be a quick change, but it will take time and it will take effort and it will take determination. So if you are determined to change something today that you are doing that you don't like, then come to Christ and ask him to help you with that. I hope you have a very wonderful weekend, that you stay warm or cool, depending on what temperature you prefer. And I just hope that you enjoy your summer and that you have a great week and that you feel empowered to change who you are that you don't like and that you feel encouraged to go on in your life and realize that you can make a difference in who you are and that it can affect and encourage other people when they see that if you can do it they can do it too remember God loves you he sees you he is for you And I see you, and I am for you, and I love you as well. And I hope and pray that you have a good day today. God bless you.